Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mum's Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Miss Jo Alexis. Thank you, Roxanne, and welcome everybody to another episode of Mum's Figuring It Out with Roxanne and I having a little chat, seeing where the conversation goes as we do. And um, this week, we've decided to talk about preparing our children for adulthood, which we think is a um, uh, quite timely topic, I think. And uh, I guess when we're thinking about adulthood, um, we, I guess, societally, you know, 18 is kind of in this country where our children is regarded as adults so I guess we can kind of use that as our our little benchmark um for this conversation and um so Roxanne what what are some of the things you think uh we do or you've done as a parent in terms of preparing your children for adulthood okay that's an interesting question and when we chose a topic for today at first I was like hmm what should I say but I've broken it down to four R's and I'll list the four R's that came up for me. And it was resilience, responsibility, reality and resourcefulness. And as a parent, I always feel that we're there to be the guides and we are the guardians for our children. And we need to give them particular tools for them to navigate themselves through life. And I know on a personal level, I always wanted my sons to become self-sufficient, to understand themselves and therefore make choices that were right for them. And in doing that, I have given them elements of responsibility and at different stages, the type of responsibility that they were given was different. But it came from a place of them making choices about what they wanted to do and what they wanted to be. It could be simple things like how do they manage their money? So when they were young and as soon as they could have a bank account, I took them to the bank, set up a bank. Okay, now they don't have to take them to the bank. You could do it online, but took them to the bank and set up bank accounts for them. They had their own little debit cards and so forth because that gave them that level of independence. So they could then put their pocket money into their account They could then start to budget for things that they wanted and plan. So I know for my eldest, once he got to university, budgeting was no issue for him because he's used to managing his money. And he was amazed that for some of his um, cohort, by the second week of term, they'd run out of money because they weren't used to budgeting and managing their money. So that was something that was fundamental as far as I'm concerned. Um, In terms of that resilience, again, using the university example, we're not there, but the challenges may come, whether it's regarding their work, whether it's getting used to living and dealing with other personalities and characters. How do you do that? And you have to be able to be quite resilient so that you're not phased by everything that comes your way. So that was another thing. Again, the resourcefulness you may not have certain things and you know you're at home so you've been used to things just being there things just appear sometimes but when you're out there on your own those things may not appear so what do you do 
how do you navigate yourselves around to ensure that you'll be okay? And for me, that's it. How do I train my children so that when they become adults, they know that they'll be okay and they can cope and make decisions that are going to take them through life? So it's a bit of a uh, round the world uh, response there, Joe. But I'm passing the question yes. back over to you now. <laughs> and well formulated before ours. <laughs> <laughs> that came with a flash. <laughs> um, to be honest, I'd have to agree with you know with with what you said. I mean, when you talked about responsibility in the debit cards, that just made me chuckle because I, <laughs> I remember those days. Um, and again, I did the same. And um, I agree with you. We. You know, our children, um, it, it starts with them taking on responsibility and, you know, making sure that that is age appropriate. But there are just little things they can do, you know, even from a young age, putting their toys away after they played with them or something like that. Up, You know, and then as they grow up, you're kind of giving them different levels of responsibility that are appropriate to their age. And that is really um preparing them for that you know different levels of responsibility comes at different ages and when you become an adult you're going to have responsibilities and you know as you get older and you, you know if you're working and you've got bills to pay etc that will prepare you for that so I do think you know uh, we do need to give our children um, access to levels of responsibility so totally agree there and um I think resourcefulness is probably a, a big one of mine as well in terms of them understanding that, you know, kind of like not everything's there on a plate for them. However, you can always do something with what you have. So, in you know, when you immediately look at your situation or your circumstance, um, you might think, oh, I can't do that. But actually, sometimes when you have little, you find that you can it, it help it it develops your creativity because you then have to find ways of doing things, which maybe had you had the money, you, you wouldn't because you're just like, well, it's just there. I just pay for it. I don't have to think about it. So actually I think resourcefulness is a really great way of developing their creativity. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned for me before as a single parent, I think I've had that's, you know, I've had to do that in some ways because it's, it's okay. How can, you know, we still go out. She still experienced lots of things. Um, but maybe there were times when, you know, financially I, I couldn't afford to do uh, things that I may have wanted to do. However, you know, I got creative. I found ways around it, you know. Um, and I think that is a real strength and relates to what you talked about resilience, because I feel that that also helps build resilience. And I think that's why resourcefulness is one of my big ones, because I feel it encompasses so many different areas um so yeah I think that that helps to build their resilience because they're you know they're understanding that there's going to be trials there's going to be challenges along the way um and understanding that you you know you can figure it out hence why we're called mums figuring it out but you know <laughs> children figure it out too um and I think it's just developing that that yes you can figure things out yes you are going to hit challenges um you know and don't let these knock you back and sometimes they might knock you back a little bit you might have to pause you might have to reflect you might need to get help but it's understanding that um it's building that inner strength in you to get you through the different stages in life um and you learn to be resourceful with it because that that resourcefulness that creativity is going to help you get through some of those stages as well whoa you took that to another level Joe. <laughs> i love it love it <laughs> 
<laughs> and to think this was off the cuff. Wow. <laughs> but okay, joking aside, when you were talking about responsibility and responsibility that's age appropriate and different levels, it reminded me of going shopping with the boys. And even to this day, if I go shopping and one of them's with me, it's a natural thing for them to reach for the bag and carry stuff. And as much as people may think, oh, that's old fashioned, it's this. But that was something that's, that's innate in them now that they will, they don't expect me to be lugging everything. And, you know, I will still carry bags. I'm not saying, okay, they carry everything. I just walk down swinging my hands. But <laughs> it's just that thought that came to me that, yeah, they, they now got used to the fact that there's certain things that they can take on and then there isn't that expectation that oh because it's mum mum can do it and that is something that for me on a personal level if it's going to make my life easier then thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) but you know we joke but there are we know that there are some mums that take on everything and feel that it's their resp- their responsibility and their duty to do everything for their children. And then it's, when do you get a break as mum? So my personal experience, I always felt that I wanted my boys or my young men to be capable. And as much as I will do things, I still want to feel that I've got choice and I don't want to feel that it's a burden because then at least if I don't feel it's a burden, when I'm doing things for them, there's that pleasure in doing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from that place of love that I can put love into what I do for them. So, you know, they're at home, they do their own washing. I no longer, and I haven't done their washing in years, if truth be told. They, they're competent, they get on to their own washing, so much so that sometimes I want to use the machine and they're not in it. But... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> But that, you know, but then that's the thing though, that you know, it's cause and effects, isn't it? If you want something, you have to be prepared for the result that comes with that. Because as much as we talk about preparing the adulthood, making them resilient, making them be independent, with that independence then comes the payback to us in that don't say you want something and then when it happens, you complain because it's happened, because that's what you wanted. Mm. and so you know there's times I do have to bite my tongue because I think oh I just want to this is the time I want to do my washing but I can't okay <laughs> fine so then you sort of rush in or you just have to <laughs> make the statement okay I'm going to put I'm going to be using the machine in x amount of time and but it's fine and it works and we then find ways to work with each other because that's the other thing I remember growing up there used to be the same Caribbean household Two women can't live in one house because you have your different ways of doing things. And I'll give you a joke. I remember in the kitchen, because I like symmetry. So I remember growing up how the kitchen counter was. And I used to want it a particular way. So I would rearrange what was there to, put, to make it look a particular way. And I've come back later and my aunt has rearranged it back to how she had it before. And I used, in my mind, I'm thinking, but how I did it's better and it looks better. But for her, she had things that worked for how she cooked and how she you know, moved around her kitchen. And it was her kitchen after all. And up to this day, I can still remember that, that however many times I changed it, she would put it back to how she wanted it. 
Oh, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure a lot of mums out there can relate. <laughs> we all have our areas of control. And and I guess like listening to what you were just saying just then, that's what kind of popped into my head about when we're talking about responsibility. Because for us as mums, it's really about that letting go of control as well. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, we can find that difficult because it's like, oh, well, and it, it's a mixture of boundaries and, and that control. And it's, and, you know, as I said, giving them age appropriate things to do and giving them that responsibility. Um, but there can also be that element of, oh, I don't want to let that go. I don't want to let that go. Or we want to protect them. Um, but we have to think about, you know, by giving them that responsibility, what is it doing it doing for them? Like it's building their confidence. You know, we want our children to be confident. We want them to be resilient. And, you know, part of that is letting go. Part of that is, you know, we have to put in healthy boundaries um, and we want them to become independent. But like you said, sometimes that can kind of have a, <laughs> it can kind of backfire and stuff. And I remember when my, my daughter went to travel and you're like, oh my God, that's great. She's independent. And she wants to do that. But obviously there's that part of you as a parent that's like, oh gosh, she's going traveling. Um, and it's be able, being able to let that go. And it's like, but actually that's what I've prepared her for, you know, to, to be independent, to be an independent thinker, to make her own decisions. Um, and, you know, and to be able to take on those kind of responsibilities. So, yeah, no, I totally agree. It's, it's, uh, it can be a double-edged sword sometimes. And it's, you know, as mums, we have to figure it out. We have to navigate that and we have to kind of uh, figure that out. And I guess when you've got more than one child, it's navigating what that is for each child and how you navigate that. So that's quite a, um, quite a journey as a parent, I believe. Oh, it is indeed. And again, this conversation, as we always say, it goes where it goes. But when you were speaking about that letting go of control, it took me to a whole nother level about us as parents with our children becoming older, becoming adults. So whether they're getting ready to go off to university or they decide that they want to get their own home. How do we prepare ourselves for becoming empty nesters? And that came to mind because that is so crucial for us as parents. I'm not even saying mothers because dads feel it too. When you've been used for however many years it's been to having this young person who's part of you, part of your household, and then suddenly they go off and their presence is no longer there. So their absence is felt. How do we prepare ourselves for that? And again, on for myself, one of the things that I know is when I got to a particular stage in life, I started to do more external things that were in line with my interests and my values. So, as you know, I do charitable work and stuff like that. And therefore, that loss of being needed as much, it was easier for me to work around that you know, the absence of having to be their first point of contact, the person that was, you know, fully, well, not fully, but mainly responsible for them because I had other things to do. So I didn't have as much time to be there, you know, oh, this activity finishes at this time, I'm there. Oh, they're going to need a meal here. That changed because I then, I had other things to focus on and they weren't my main focus. So that is something that we also need to consider when we're talking about preparing our children for adulthood. How do we prepare ourselves for our children's adulthood? But that could be for another episode. But I put it out there. You said the words right out of my mouth because I'm like, 
I feel like empty nesters is a whole episode in itself. (laughs) (laughs) All I will say on the topic is I was less prepared and I was a complete wreck, if I'm completely honest, (laughs) when when she first went to uni. Um, However, you know, going back to some of the things that we've covered in this um, in this episode, I think, again, things like preparing for university, um, you know, for myself, I had prepared her for that. Like you said, I prepared her for that probably more than I prepared myself for what that might look like after she's left the household. And obviously being a single parent, it then meant I was in the household by myself. Um, I, I, I don't, you know, I can't speak for people who have other children and, you know, if, if the dynamics obviously in the household changes, but how that impacts with one of them leaving. Um, but again, that's something that we can really prepare our, our children for. And, you know, it's and this is about that letting go of control. It's kind of like um, allowing your children to do things starting from home. So they know how to cook. They know how to wash dish, wash dishes. They know how to, like you said, do their own washing and those things. So when they go to uni, which is, you know, a huge experience for them, a huge transition, a huge life changing experience. That if they're confident in those little things, it can help, you know, it can help boost them in other areas because they then don't they don't have to feel fearful about, oh, I don't know how to wash clothes, oh, I don't know how to cook a meal. Um, and again, so that will build their confidence, although there's other things they're gonna have to learn about independent living, but they've got some, they've got some groundwork, they've got a bit of foundation there that's gonna help them um in that huge transition that they face. Yes. Oh, you know, it would be interesting, wouldn't it, to actually have some conversations with some young people around how they found found it you know, going to university for the first time and being on their own. What, what, what did it feel like freedom or did it feel like a burden? And then, you know, how they've navigated through other areas of life and what tools they had to set them off on the road of um, adulthood. So, mm. This yeah. can expand. What's the space? Definitely, definitely. But yeah, I I think yeah, enjoyed it. another great conversation. Um, and I hope you mums out there have have gleaned some nuggets of wisdom from us. Or please feel free to share any nuggets of wisdom. Um, you know, we haven't got it perfect. We've we've done what we can with what we had. Um, it's got us to where we are today. But we'd love to hear from you mums about. Um, what you've got out of this episode or if you've got other nuggets that you'd like to share out there with other mums. Yes, so our email address is mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com and naturally if you're on a platform where you can leave a review or a comment, please do so and we look forward to connecting with you on another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. So take care and stay awesome. Take care, bye-bye.